Hello. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All the World's a Stage Mum. Hello, Mother. Hello, I. Hello, everyone. Yes. Happy whatever day you're listening to. Yes. It's been a nice day today. Beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yes, we've got another episode for you. We're just... The weeks are getting fast. Can you believe we're in August? August. Time does move very rapidly. I know. And that's not a bad little segue into my topic. Okay, we're right. Well, let's get... Which is probably a little bit of a surprise to you. The segue, the segue or the fact that you have a topic? The fact that I have a topic. Okay, yeah, because it's usually me coming up with ideas and I said, I had enough. I was like, no, mum, it's time you thought of something. All right, let's go. I had a bit of a movie fest yesterday. I watched three movies in a row whilst I was doing chores. By the way, I have no idea what you're about to talk about. I know. And, <laughs> this is um, scary. And one of the movies was Midnight in Paris. Yes. With Owen Williams. Nope. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson and Rachel McAdams. Yes. And part of that was his attempt to write a book about nostalgia about the past and that's and then he of course in the movie he somehow finds himself in the past like he what what is it because i i kind of know he 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 goes in a cab was well a car car at midnight appears he goes into the car and he goes back to the 20s and he loves it did he select the 20s yes right so in his mind the 20s is some very special place and he meets some very special people it was a time of learning and action and lots of thinking and lots of exciting things were happening and i got to thinking nostalgia now you know i love history And nostalgia is sort of a little bit about, it's like history. It's about the past. And so tonight's topic is about nostalgia. Well, Well, this morning, whenever this this episode of mine, this topic is about nostalgia. Okay, literally was the last thing I thought you were going to talk about. I I know. I don't know how I feel about this. This better be interesting, otherwise I I might fall asleep. Okay, the word nostalgia actually comes from a Greek word. Meaning... We're getting a... We're being taught here. Pain. Make sure you write notes down. There'll be a quiz at the end. Well, there won't be. But it was interesting because the uh, the definition says pain from an old wound. Yet, everything that I have read, whether it be Psychology Today or the Scientific American, says that nostalgia actually is a positive thing. It's actually not a negative well, thing. Well, maybe that's because times have, we've changed the meaning of it. Absolutely. And the dictionary should And in actual fact, it also says it's a place where we ache to go again. It's a place we want to revisit. I agree with that, yes. So I guess that's why they that's why it's more of a negative thing because it's like we wish we could go back to that. Well, I think well that might be for some people, but for me it brings back wonderful childhood memories and wonderful memories. And I suppose when I think of nostalgia, I blot out the things that I don't like and I just pick on the things that I do like that were successful, that were happy. In actual fact, Scientific American says, longing for times gone by. So isn't that more of a reflection on like life now being like, oh, 
and then you reflect on the more positive things that happened back in the day. That's it's more of a reflection on your your life now that you well, wish it was like that, or you wish you could. No, go I, I, well, well, I don't know, but I'm just telling you what I've read is I my know, research. But I'm just well answering you and well, I'm giving just, my own opinion. I'm just giving you some food for thought. It talks about nostalgia increasing feelings of social connectedness to others. In actual fact. Far from being pain from an old wound, it actually improves mood. It actually gives us a feeling of vitality, of energy, of spirit. Sorry, I'm just turning the page, everyone. (laughs) Um, In actual fact, it gives us clarity. And we then see things that may have been painful. We try to find a fondness in our past. And I thought, well, that's true. You know, as we get older, um, if you've got grandparents out there, they often tell you stories from their past and they remember them with smiles and with um, hopefully with, with fond memories. I don't think everything probably is like that. No. But tonight I sort of thought I do like revisiting some of the better parts of my youth. The better times, yeah. And I think we had happy times and I often think um, we had simpler times. And even when you were little, simpler times. Yeah. Just less complicated times. Yeah. Or maybe I've just chosen to take the complications out of the memory and just remember what's essential. The other thing is um, Scientific American says that while it's positive, it often includes people we love. And it reminds us of that important social web. So we often, you know, remember maybe someone you've lost. Like, you know, I remember my mom. And so that, whilst that's tinged with sadness, there's also some funny times and and happy times. and, And so you want those times. But I suppose nostalgia, as you get older, you do reflect on times gone by. Mm hmm and why has that come about? Because in Brisbane, we have a big event coming up. We have the Royal National Association show, basically called the ECA here in Brisbane. Woohoo! Um, it is a rural show, um, a fair, if you're somewhere else, a rural fair where um, people from the bush, people from the country, bring their produce, their animals, and they showcase them in Brisbane. And then you have lots of other wonderful activities. Um, industry brings displays in. Then you have Sideshow Alley with all the rides and games. There's great food like Dagwood dogs. You don't know what a Dagwood dog is. It's sort of a It's a sausage, sausage on a stick and it's like covered in batter. batter. And then they pour tomato sauce, sauce on and, it. Yes, mm-hmm. so... Delicious. A crowd pleaser. Also, the ice cream and strawberry cones. Yeah. Ice cream Very cones. Very famous. Very famous. Um, so, basically, um, this event, although has changed over time, still brings <sighs> fond memories. By gosh, hasn't it? It has. Much simpler when I was a girl. Mm-hmm. Less expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, lots of fun. Can I jog your memory here? Go. 
how much would, did it cost, if it cost anything, to enter the Eka it when did. you were little? It did. I can't remember. But oh. I do know my cousin and her friend used to go every day when they were girls, and they're a little bit older than me, for free. They used to come in and out. They went every day. For free? Yeah. And... You get show bags now. I know that you were looking in the paper today to see the bargains. Where are the best show bags? Because, like, when I was little, um, when I'd go to the Eka, I'd be given money for the show bags. And it's obviously, like, you can get Chupa Chups, like, lollipops, Hubba Bubba gum bags, Cadbury bags. And in the Sunday Mail, the paper, they had like a pull-out section. They did back then too of just a list of all the show bags and what they had in them, how much they cost. So you, I guess like you could budget and go, well, this how much? This is how much I'll spend on show bags. Um, and I used to circle the ones that I wanted. They were always sweets. I never wanted like the novelty ones with toy, where, where they just had toys. It's like, no, if I'm going to get something, I'm going to be able to eat it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, in my day, they weren't called show bags, are What were they called? Sample bags. Because oh, yeah. the various businesses, because it was a, a rural show and industry and both rural and secondary industry, like factories mm. and produce, they were trying to promote. It was a marketing tool. The Echo was a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. And so lots of companies put together what they called sh- um, sample bags. And in these sample bags, I remember, you know, there was a brand called Daffodil and they did, they made peanut paste. And so in the Daffodil bag were peanutty things like little jars of peanut paste, smooth, crunchy, you know, other bits and pieces. And then you'd get a balsa wood toy or some other toy that you could put together mm. and that was the sample and then you'd go to another stall I mean they'd have them all there like yeah, in, yeah. like they do now but in a some pavilion are, in a pavilion but some of those bags while some of them were probably like show bags mm-hmm. some of them were called sample bags because traditionally the businesses put in samples of their produce and they're free um originally sample- originally they were free right and then later on, we had to pay for them. It wouldn't have been much, though. No. I remember getting 10 or 12 um, sample bags mm-hmm. when I was 13. Mm-hmm. My friend and I, who went in coordinating outfits. Oh, boy. Well, that was actually when I, we were 14. We did look terrific. Can sure. I, we had our corduroy jeans. Hey, they are so on trend at the moment. I know. And we had our kickers which were like boots, like desert boots, and we had striped, bright, multicoloured striped tops, the same, only we had different jeans. So we were like a little pigeon pair. Oh, you're cool. We were cool, and um, we loved it. So all day, you know, you'd um, eat... Cheerios, little little sausages, mm-hmm. and you would eat chips, and and do they would, have? Sorry, do they have Dagwood dogs back yes, then? Yes, oh, they, they did. And you'd go and get your sample bags, and you'd go on your rides. Except my friend, she wasn't really good with the rides. I can't imagine you being good because you're petrified of rides. No, now. I was all right with the rides. Okay, but my friend, she, um, well, we tried different tactics. So we'd go on the rides when she hadn't eaten and she was ill. 
Then we tried to put rides after she ate. And then she threw she up. Went, she was ill. So we tried different tactics with breakfast, no breakfast, having something to eat, having nothing to eat, giving a space between the rides. Did you go all day? Oh, yes. All day. All day. It was mm-hmm. great. When we were younger, yeah. um, her mum came with us. Okay. She was so patient. She was did they lovely. have um, the chair? Because they oh, got the rid of So there was lift. the chair lift. Oh, when did that get removed? About three, four years ago. Longer than that. Maybe. I reckon like eight years ago. Mm. There used to be the chair lift from one, because it's quite a huge space in Brisbane. Although <laughs> I don't know about that anymore because they built all these high-rise buildings on half yeah. of the grounds now. Yeah, but from sad. one side of, you'd pay, and from one side of the show grounds, you could get the chair lift above to the other side because it's quite a big space um and that was always fun um but yeah they got rid of that i don't know why it's always cool like in the off season you just see the chairlift just there yes and so we'd always start at the fruit and veg pavilion i know it sounds strange but um farmers the schools in the rural areas would put together a display as Mm -hmm. would the farmers out of the produce and they'd make pictures. Yeah, like a face or something. A face or a rural scene out of pumpkins, potatoes and cauliflowers and and it was fantastic. And then you would go there for the fruit and they would have these amazing huge in 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 pineapples, like fruit salads with ice cream and cream and was fantastic. And, the, and then there would be some rural displays down there. And then you'd catch the chairlift mm-hmm. and then you'd go to Sideshow Alley, the other side. Uh, but we went to see all the animals yes. and the parade in the middle of the day. I don't know. Do they the still co- have that? Yes, on a Wednesday. That's pe- uh, is people's that on the public people, holiday? People's day. But they do mini parades. Yeah. And then in the evening, of course, there were car chases and yes, fireworks. Yes, like, it's like the, I don't even know what it is, it's, like a field. It, yeah, it's the main oval yeah. of the exhibition and they grounds. Do like, yeah, all the, they do horse racing, like police car chases and motorbikes and Okay, fireworks. so where is this nostalgia coming? Because in comes, um, over the years, we have a few worlds here, like Dream World, Sea World, and a lot of people then said, oh, we're not going to the exhibition because we're going to go to the Sea World and it's much cleaner, it's much tidier. Probably cheaper as well. Well, maybe. Uh, I don't know. uh, But I just want to say, um, your father and I are going to the exhibition, the ECA, this year because I think we need to support our farmers. For sure. I think we need to support a bit of nostalgia, um, a simpler time, something that's part of Brisbane's history and I'm looking forward to it. I know it won't be the same, but I'm going to find what's new and make some new memories. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go too. Great. And uh, don't know when, but my the one place I do want to go because I missed out. Like, I have I don't go often. Um, the last time I went was probably at five six years ago, and I was lining up to the pat all the little baby animals, farm animals, and I missed out. So I definitely want to do that. And I feel like I'm just going to go to a bar as well. I'm going to try and <laughs> see if I can get to either the cotton or the wool parade. Oh, yes, the fashion. Fashion. Oh, that's oh, yeah. fantastic. I used to go to those all the time. So oh, fantastic. Um, my nostalgia for the Ecker 
is, I mean, I used to perform there. Did you I only do it one year? Oh, no, no you I did, did a couple, couple of times. Years. We used to, my dance school, we used to go and it was for the Paul's Pavilion, Paul's Milk Pavilion. You did. And there was a little stage and I got... To the sa- next to the sandwiches where they made the butterboard sandwiches. But, yeah, so there was this tiny stage. I would get, like, because I wouldn't do the whole echo. There would be two groups. One would do one week, the other would do the other week. And we did, like, a half an hour show, like, three times a day. Um... And I just, I didn't go to school for a week, which was fun. But yeah, we'd just perform and I get paid as well. Um, And yeah, we do half an hour show, costume changes in this tiny dressing room. I'd always do before the finale number. It was usually like a song and dance. I would always do like the speech being like, hi, everyone. It was lots of fun. and But I used to get into... I think what was great is like... So we used to get into the Echo for free. So if we felt like staying, yeah, we, we could. D- and you did. I did we, a couple of times. Yes, we did. And then because we were there for a specific brand, in a way, um, we got free ice cream. Yeah. So as a little kid, that was fun. And, you know, it was a fun time. So I suppose where, you know, the nostalgia comes today is that I'm thinking Echo time... And can I just go back even further, just before we finish this? Um, when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to go to the ICA. Oh. Well, I had asthma, and your grandmother didn't think it was the right place for me to go. But my grandfather, your great-grandfather, used to take my brother every year on People's Day. Mm-hmm. They would leave on the first train, and they would get there. And they would come home on the last train the whole day. And he was so gorgeous, my grandfather. Every, on the Thursday morning, I would wake up and at the bottom of my bed (laughs) were like a dozen show bags and the dolly on the stick. What's the, oh, yes. Now the dolly on the stick. They still do that. Like a cupie doll. Like this, like a, like a little baby looking doll. Doll who had a beautiful hat. And a ballerina like skirt. Like a ruffly kind of. Skirt. And it was like a cane. Yeah. And it would be hanging on my um, curtain rod. Right. And I would wake up. And I remember one year he bought me this huge pink dressed doll. It was just huge. So even though um, I didn't go to the Eka, it's still, and maybe one could say, you know, there might be pain because I didn't go. But I didn't. I still thought, oh, my goodness, I got the benefits of the Ica. Mm-hmm. Sample bags and a dolly and a stick. Mm-hmm. How lucky was I? Yeah. So the Ica's brought back a little bit of nostalgia. Yeah. I think nostalgia's good for you. And I feel very happy. And your father and I are going to go to the Ica. I think it's going to be great. Well, when was the last time that you went to the Ica? Oh, probably 10 years ago. I think, like, even for me, like, it wasn't that as long, maybe six years ago. It's interesting going when you're a bit older and so much has changed in your own life in the the structure of the actual Eka, just to go, yeah. But I think you just have to accept it. I think I'm just going to go and accept it. I'm going to try not to judge it Mm -hmm. and just try and enjoy and maybe try and find some of those old places. All I know is I've gone to the actual showgrounds recently for a market and it's just this, there's like a new restaurant precinct that, you know, it's quite nice. There's like some cool restaurants and bars, but that space used to be like this whole, 
it used to be where the old fruit pavilion was and all these other like it's just really sad that well i guess this is like the sad part is that people feel the need businesses governments feel the need to get rid of nostalgia to get rid of tradition and try and create i think maybe they're trying to create a new tradition i don't know i don't agree with it i know it's the money that takes over from the real meaning so i'm going there to support farmers and my nostalgia Mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to it it's going to be great yeah me too okay so um we've talked about reality tv before sigh oh boy have we talked about it sigh um i'm sighing yes are we talking about it again (sighs) yes but one particular show the bachelor because the newest season launched premiered the other day i haven't watched it i've read a lot of stuff about it i've seen stuff on instagram so why are we talking about it because it it's funny because it annoys you but I just think the stuff that I've read or seen is just hilarious. And I can't believe either producers force people to be like this or the fact that people are even like that. I just think, <laughs> people, I just think people are exploited or people feel that if they do this, something great is going to happen. Well, oh. I'm so glad you said that. Because, so the guy, Matt, who is The Bachelor. Okay. He's very attractive, first of all. Well, that's nice. Well done, sir. Good. Good on you. Um, he's an astrophysicist, which is, like, nice. Yep. Like, okay, so he's got a brain. He's got a brain. Or does he? I don't know. <laughs> because he says, so the reason why he went on to The Bachelor is because he said he's a man of science and he knows that there is evidence that proves that The Bachelor actually works. Right. And so where did he get his data from? <laughs> I don't, I, I, to be honest, he hasn't written a paper about it, so I don't know. Right. So there's not in some academic journal he has no, created but he something. could. But well, he's, he could. he's mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he has his own algorithm. I don't know. Maybe. Um, anyway, so astrophysicist, great. An attractive astrophysicist. I wish I applied. Um, Right. (laughs) Lots of fun. There's always twists and all sorts Mm -hmm. of plot things that are happening. So I'm going to run through a few that have happened so far. They've had two episodes. But you've not watched it. No, I don't want to. Do you think you should? Uh, to give this credibility? No, I'm just going to, from what I've read, I feel like I've watched the show. Okay, fair enough. I've read a lot of stuff and a lot of articles. I have seen a few ads and I feel like I've watched it. Yeah, but also, like, some of the journalists, like, say, on Mamma Mia, on that website. Oh, dear, I like that um, And a couple of other websites, they really delve into it and give their opinions. It's really quite funny. Yeah, so I'm just going to, yeah, read through a couple of things that have happened. Doesn't matter if I haven't watched it. We all will feel like we have by the end of this. Oh, so I'm not going to waste my time. Oh, my gosh. Could be doing better things. Okay. Um, So this year, there's the golden ticket. This is a new concept. Mm. So... I guess Osher Gunsberg is Willy Wonka. I don't no, know. he's not. What 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 are we talking about? There's the well, get off your phone and listen well, I was to looking, me. I was just looking up. There's the golden ticket. Basically, old mate bachelor gave a golden ticket to a girl, saying they've secured a spot to go forward to, to his hometown, which is like usually the top four. So I don't. From what I've read, I pr- maybe I should have watched it, or maybe they didn't disclose this in the episode. Yeah, the hometown episode is like there's the top four, so people are like wondering: is that does that basically mean 
she's automatically she can't be voted out in a way. Well, I saw an interview him. with him just mm-hmm. briefly, and he reckons he found love. Yes, it could be with this girl. I don't know. Who knows? So the show's already done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done it's and done. Anyway, that's not the point. Mm. So yes, yeah, says there's okay. the golden ticket. It's mm-hmm. Willy Wonka, basically. What does that mean? Well, the golden ticket. It's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know much about that story because I didn't like it. I don't like that story because Gene Wilder was in it. I love Gene Wilder. Well, what about the Johnny Depp one? Oh, I wouldn't watch that. He's only good in um, those pirate movies. Right. I love him in that. Anyway, okay, cool. All right, continuing on, there's then there was just some absolute characters. I could have I picked out three. Okay. I haven't again. I haven't watched, but from what I've read and what I've seen of what they did on their in their during their entrance, pretty funny. There's Vaku. I don't know if that's how you pronounce. She's an African model. She's absolutely stunning. Mm, like you know, can gorgeous. Imagine. Obviously, she's a model. So from what I can tell, based on what I've read, she's like a. She's, you know, liked by the public. No one has anything bad to say about her. That's but nice. what made me laugh is what she did during her entrance. Apparently, because she's a model, she rolled out a red carpet for her to do, like, show off her modeling skills Aww. on it. No, oh, let's, like, calm it down. It's like all these entrances that I read are just, like, they're just trying to top each other and they're just so... Yeah, you've got to do something different, I suppose, on TV. It's just so, but I don't, again, like we're, we've discussed before, whether it's a producer saying, hey, do you know what would be great? Roll out the red it, carpet. Yeah. And then there's a girl who was on Married at First Sight. Oh, she's been on something before. Yeah, so she was on this. She arrived in a wedding dress with a bridesmaid. Oh, that's tacky. Yeah. Oh, girl. really? Poor um, girl. Yeah. And I think it was her. Apparently she negged him, which is like, giving him like a negative compliment saying I usually go for guys that are more rugged so that's nice that's a nice like and she forgot his name as well Mm. so that's also good she left her she looked like a crazy bride who I guess was like slightly disrespectful to him so that's nice Mm. um and then you this is fake oh yeah well there's still people so there's gonna Mm. be some kind of realness to it um, and then there's a girl who <laughs> this this is this is the best one that when he told her what he was that he was an astrophysicist she told him that she was a Gemini. I'm just reading that right <laughs> now, and it says the cringeworthy promo went viral. One of the greatest moments in television history, it says. Yeah. I mean, like, that's pretty dumb. Although, having said pretty that, the other funny. day, yeah, it's pretty funny, pretty dumb. Although, I brought it up. It was like before the show aired and I was talking to some friends about um, The Bachelor and saying, oh, yeah, did you see that promo where the, she, he said that he was an astrologist? And I went, well, that's a dumb moment for me, the fact that I couldn't even remember that it was an astrophysicist. But that was just a mistake. I know that an astrophysicist is not an astrologist. So you probably would have said, I'm a Gemini. No, if, if I, he said, I'm an astrophysicist, I would have said, oh, you're like Raj Kuthrapali from The Big Bang Theory. Do you oh, need yes. alcohol to oh, talk? Gee, that's, a, that's a great show. Isn't yeah, it? I've been watching that a lot recently. Oh, that is so clever. Um, yeah, this is this feels like that. this feels like The Bachelor, The Big Bang Theory version. Ah, oh. but except he, I don't think he's as nerdy as what these. Does he have are. a sense of humor? Don't know him, so can't tell you that answer. Do you know what I? Th- I'm thinking 
that maybe all of these people actually do have a sense of humour and they just playing the game. I don't know. I just also think there are some um, interesting types out there who are desperate. Anyway, so then there's this other girl. Now, this is horrible. There's this girl. She is Caucasian. Um... Is Whatever. That important? Yes, it is. You'll see why. Oh, that's she terrible. That's important. Is, she is known as China Girl. What is her that friends mean? refer? I think it's her friends call her China Girl. Why? Um, because she's a China researcher. That's her job. Whatever that means. Researchers. Well, because China is a very important trading nation. Okay, so she does that. Yes. She lives and works there for a bit. She speaks fluent Mandarin. Wow. Um, but that's she, fantastic. Which is great. Fantastic. But she's referred to as China Girl, and apparently the editing, the producers, whatever, every time she would come on, they'd play like a gong or like a mandolin kind of music, which is extremely racist. And it's not nice. I think even Mamma Mia, the website, um, one of their journos, who is Asian, said, you know, looking for Asian representation in television, media, whatever, and this is what we the get best, yes and it's um yeah there's no chinese i think there have only ever been two asian um or i can't remember i read somewhere it's either two asian or two specifically chinese um contestants on the bachelor before and the fact that some caucasian girl like which is great like yes you have a, a love for the country the language blah 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 um but don't be playing mandolin music and gongs every time she talks. Like, that's mm. really, like, culturally inappropriate, right? Well, I don't know about it being culturally insensitive. Oh, I think it is. It's so well, racist. Well, I mean, apart from that, but irrelevant. Oh, what's the relevance? Um, the fact that she works in an industry that obviously um, um, has... Um, involves negotiations with China. China is big business for Australia. Yeah, so why would you be like this? No, don't like that. No, I thought that was no, just irrelevant. so stupid. Um, and then I, so when I was doing my research, I found an epi- um, an article, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia just does great articles for The Bachelor. Does it? Um, oh, it just does just great articles. Yeah, so I've got a few facts for you. It's the independence of Mamma Mia, see? It, she's not aligned with, you know, particular newspapers or... No, no, no. She's her own thing. Yeah, so um, that independence is very good. So, um, yeah, have some fun facts. Okay, go go with the fun um, so facts. So, like, how much... Yeah, how much do the contestants get paid? Um, so, in 2016, one of the... the ba- when there was, it was The Bachelor, not The Bachelorette, the women were paid $90. What? $90 a day. A day? Yeah. Oh, not enough for me to leave work. Yeah. Um, it's not a lot, and it says, it's not a lot considering many of the women have to leave their jobs, some for as long as three months. I wonder what it is like for the bachelorette for a man. That would be interesting. Uh, even if it's more, no, no, no. These people have put their jobs on the line. Yeah. So some of them may not have a job to return yeah. to. So when there was The Bachelor in Paradise, which is generally people who have been on the show, I think. Again, never watched it. And they come back. So uh, a guy got paid around 100 to $200 a day, whereas someone else who um, – a girl who won The Bachelor and was with the guy for a long time and then they split up um, – 
she was rumored to receive five thousand dollars a day. I don't know. I think I think you have to take those um, statistics I mean, with a grain of salt. I don't know how you don't they know. got. Yeah, um, and but I'd certainly want to be paid a bit better than that. Yeah, apparently the living situations. The girls are in like dorm kind of. They're in a mansion, but they're in like it said. So this was. F- Two girls who were previously on The Bachelor, they were on a podcast. They said, yeah, it's like a dorm room thing. So it was three big rooms and all the girls were in bunk beds. And one girl said, in my room, it was actually 14 girls all in bunk beds. And yeah, and obviously that. Oh, less I don't people. Share. Oh, no. Yeah. No, not acceptable. And someone said it was like being on school camp. No. Um, yeah. Obviously, that yeah. Obviously, it's not going to have a lot of rooms. But I thought at least like three to a room. I don't well, know. No, a mansion's a mansion. You expect it to have lots of rooms. Well, we have. Uh, yeah. Again, I don't know how accurate everything is. Well, this is two. These. Did you not listen? These are two contestants telling us this. I know. So you think they know? Well, either that or they're exaggerating. To make it more exciting? I don't think so. Okay. Um, How long does the filming take? Probably too long. Okay, whoa. Um, The entire season is known to take three months to film. Sam Frost, she's, you know who Sam Frost is? She's like, she's a radio host now, but she was, she was on The Bachelor and she won that with that Blake guy and he proposed and then he dumped her and then she was The Bachelorette. Um, The first is a very, well, he did. So she said that the first night took four days to film. So that means you have to get in the same outfit four times. All right. Okay. So already that conversation is making me tired. So I would be bored. I would be bored at this moment. Mm -hmm. I'd be walking out because I'd be saying, this is too slow, too boring, not interested. Yeah. Obviously not. I would never be in this demographic. No. Um, Mm. How involved are the producers? I think they can be quite nasty by the sound of it. From what I'm reading now, The Bachelor's not being told you have to choose this person they're being maybe persuaded or guided and you know some people for sure are kept in for the sake of dramatics well of course they are and the other thing is they're going to get the best i mean regardless of what the show is it's about ratings it's about sponsorship it's about marketing it's Um, about also for some reason i know we spoke about it the last time Creating um, Instagram careers for these women and men. Well, yes, it is. And also, and probably deep down, some of them actually believe that they might find somebody. old mate astrophysicist thinks so. He's the intelligent one and he seems to have evidence. All right. Okay. Anyway. um, Yeah, and then the last... I would like... um, some evidence disclosed. Mm. Well, you can contact him. Um, no, so last won't. thing, um, yeah, drinking. Obviously, we always see them. They have cocktail parties all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, in Australia, there are rules. It could be so different in America, and I feel like it would be. They are allowed two drinks per hour, and if they're on Bachelor in Paradise, that has to be after midday. Well, you'd hope it'd be after midday. Oh, I mean, cheeky mimosa now and then is okay. Yes, but... Um, no, you, you you want them rational and sober, don't you? Yes. Mm. So that's they're good rules. Yeah. So they're my fun facts. Right. Um, I feel like we should sit down and watch a Bachelor episode no, one day. No, uh, maybe. I not. think I'm not the demographic they're looking for. No. And I'm not really that interested. No. Um, I do think though, a, 
that it's very hard for young people today to, to find um, love, to find Oh, that's someone. a whole other subject. Oh, boy. And I can understand why these shows are probably quite popular. Uh, it's just unfortunate, though, that some of these shows are now, it's not... The main focus isn't about finding love anymore. It's about ratings or about creating a new career or something. Yes, it is. And um, you know what? Finding love sometimes comes out of left field. But you know what? Some people have done really well. Um, There's that Sam Wood and the schnitzel girl. I call it schnitzel. Her name's Snezana, but that's just too complicated. She's a a lovely looking She's very pretty. She is. Um, And they're they're married and they have two kids now. Yes, um... Well, she had a daughter. And she had she just had another baby. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she had a daughter going into it, and he was really good about that and, you know, obviously loves this as if he was she was his, his own. And then they had a child. Then they got married, and they just had another child. So oh, they right. do really well. Okay. Like, that's a really, so and then there's the other after. one where it was the really hot doctor, Tim. I don't know him. Oh, he was very attractive. And, yeah, the girl, Anna, they got married last year in, like, some – amazing place in Italy, but they were together for years. They're probably, like, the best success stories. Well, the They're only the one, only ones. Well, the only one other one I know is a farmer. With the farmer. We've already talked about that. I know, and that's the only one I know because yeah. it's the only show I've watched. Yeah. Anyway, The Bachelor's on. That's got to know. do with the Ecker. Farmer you know, wants a wife. Yeah. Maybe they should have, quickly going back to the Ecker, maybe they should, like, have a live Farmer Wants a Wife Get the women up. <laughs> I don't know. Get the farmers up. Do like on like speed dating or something. Speed oh. dating at the Echo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be a possibility. Yeah. There we go. There is. Um, can I just say there is. I'm just trying to think of the name of the bar. There is a bar at the Echo where all the cowboys go. Oh, I'll go there. It's oh. a cattleman's bar. The cattleman's bar. Also, although I don't know if I want to live in the country. No, but what I'm saying at the cattleman's bar, that is where. All the young fellows and girls from the country and some of the the city girls and boys get together. I think that's nice. All right. Well, maybe I'll go there. Maybe. All right. I have an interesting quote. Mm -hmm. I really like this. She wasn't where she had been. She wasn't where she was going. But she was on her way. I like it. What does it? She wasn't where she's, she's been. been. So she she was. She'd left where she was. Yes, but she wasn't at her destination. But she's moving forward. Right. And I think sometimes we get caught up in other people's destinations, where they finish up, what mm-hmm. they have. I oh, want they successful, but we forget that they had a long journey to get there. So sometimes you have to. Expect a journey and you have to savour that journey because out of that journey will come great things. Mm-hmm. So, but she was on her way. So, if you're out there and you're on your way, good on you. Good on you. Alrighty, Mum, that's the end of another episode. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. I liked it. Nostalgia. Good. The Bachelor. Uh, and being on our way. And being on our way. You know doesn't matter how old you are or who you are just be on your way Mm -hmm. thanks everyone for listening to this episode um if you aren't subscribed or following us on the anywhere really we are 
our podcast comes out on Spotify and iTunes. You can follow our uh, podcast on Spotify and you can subscribe to it on iTunes. You can also rate and review on iTunes. So that would be fab. You can also follow us on Instagram. The account is at Stage Mum Podcast. We also have an email address, stagemumpodcast at gmail.com. I still have not checked it. <laughs> I think okay. I said that last time. I think you should. Maybe. Um, anyway, thanks, everyone. And thanks, Mum. Bye. Bye.